Raven Precision Podcast. I'm Don Bruins, your host today. Join us to learn a bit more about GPS correction options. Welcome everyone. Uh, today we're going to be talking GPS correction signals and uh, basically a little bit about what happened this year and what are some of our great options that we have available. I'm going to turn this over to couple of our guys in service and uh, engineering to talk about what correction is. And a little bit later, we're going to turn it over to sales and marketing. So I'll pass it over to you, Lance. Okay. I'm Lance Malanke. I'm technical service supervisor with Raven. I've uh, been with the service group here for 13 and a half years, uh, working to help our customers keep going in the fields. Nathan Dixon, uh, project engineer, working engineering here at Raven. I've uh, been with the company for 10 years, uh, started working with Lance and Service, uh, moved into the engineering side, and now I focus on GPS technologies and some of our cellular technologies. All right. Well, since we got Josh on already and uh, Rachel's here, so why don't you guys introduce yourselves and then we'll pass it back to Lance. Uh, yeah, I'm Josh Crimmins. I'm a sales specialist uh, covering our Agco dealers. I've worked for Raven uh, since April of 2017, so I just had my fifth year anniversary at Raven. Congratulations, Josh. Congrats, Josh. Um, I am Rachel Hennon on the marketing team. My area of focus is really customer and experiential strategy. And what I mainly uh, work on right now is trade shows and events and uh, all the event planning and logistics that go along with that part of our business. And uh, Rachel's joining us today to make sure I don't get out of line. And that's right, that we say everything that's uh, correct today, right? Exactly. That's right. You got it done. <laughs> Need all the help I can get. So, uh, all right. Well, let's take it back to the real important thing, Lance. Uh, tell us a little bit about what happened this spring that uh, got the phones going off a little crazy for our service department. Okay, I can do that. But first, I'll take a little step back and explain what the, the loss correction system is. Okay. Um, so with GPS, the satellites are always moving and you have a hard time getting a fine accurate position based upon items that are constantly moving. So what the WASP satellite does is there's a series of geostationary satellites that orbit with the Earth around the equator that can be used as a reference point to fine tune that accuracy uh, and, and get it more reliable and more accurate. Uh, that system is controlled by the government, uh, particularly the FAA. It was designed for the aeronautical industry for flying planes and giving them guidance. Uh, it also was adapted to other civilian uses, such as agriculture, that we use it in, and we're used to. Now, with any system, from time to time, they need to do some upgrades, whether it's a software update or replace some hardware. And what happened this spring is they, they decided it was time to decommission a satellite and put a new one into place. Um, technology has changed. They needed to move some around. So what they did is they put a new satellite up, utilize that as 135 as an old number that had been used in the past has not been used recently but they commissioned that got that going made sure everything worked fine and then a couple weeks later they decommissioned the 138 uh, took that out of service so we got a newer satellite up there but it has a different address or a different name on it so right now there's three satellites that can be used for north america uh, there's a 131 133 and 135 now where the problem came in last month when when uh, they decommissioned 138 is anybody that had a device that was locked on to 138 no longer got corrections so they were getting uh, caution state on their field computers or their gps 
couldn't use their steering devices because they did not have a correction to accurately guide them in the field. So those customers were calling in, we were helping them out. Uh, so we changed them off of 138 to another active satellite or our recommendation was going to auto. Uh, most of our devices have an auto setting that will auto scan uh, the spectrum of numbers that are uh, assigned for the WASP corrections. Uh, look for the active ones and look for the best signal and utilize that. So that's our recommendation going forward is to be set to auto so that I'm not going to say if, I'm going to say when this happens again, because as technology changes, they're, they're going to be decommissioning and adding new satellites down the road. Uh, it's just a, a, something that happens every so often. Um, so next time those customers will be able to just continue on without a problem. If they are locked on a specific satellite and that is a satellite that comes down, then they'll have to go through this process again of resetting that up. So hence the auto is a very user-friendly, it just picks the uh, best signal to be used at that time. Yeah, I know this isn't the first time this has happened, but it's the one that's on everybody's mind since it hit right during spring season. Yep. So, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it happens and it will happen again. And there was a fair amount of warning out on this to know that it was coming. But if you don't know how you're set, if you're set to auto or set to 138, uh, you didn't know if it was going to impact you. Most people realized it once it happened. Uh, yeah. Some people knew that and went in ahead and made those changes ahead of time to eliminate their downtime. Yeah. Well, another thing we wanted to talk about here is that, uh, well, this is a free signal, and that's uh, very accurate for most jobs that we do in agriculture. But we keep uh, getting to where we want to use uh, more technology and higher, you know, accuracy technology. So uh, I think one of the things we thought we'd discuss here what are some of some of the other options that we offer as a correction signal since uh, you know a lot of our equipment does have options to upgrade to a different signal path hold on i think i'll take that one uh yep. we offer quite a few different options uh, depending on what a customer is looking for and what kind of accuracy levels and delivery type you know and in all of these you know there's different devices that raven has offered throughout the years some of these corrections may or may not be available on your device. Uh, we've got yep. some good tools and we've got the service team that can help you determine that along with the sales team. But just kind of a quick breakdown of what we've got. So uh, you've obviously, like we've discussed, we've got the WAS option, which is completely free to the user. There's no unlocks, no subscription services required. Um, moving up from there, then the next level of accuracy that we typically look at is we call satellite GS. It is a satellite delivered correction. It does not require any additional devices uh, to be able to function, uh, but they are uh, subscription dependent. It's a recurring subscription and it improves your standard performance of your from WAS to satellite GS. It cuts that accuracy in about half. Uh, so that, that's a pretty significant amount uh, when you're looking at it from a field standpoint. Uh, from there, yep. Our next option that we typically look at is we have Satellite GS and Satellite GS Pro. Once again, these are both a subscription service. Uh, there's just depending on which hardware you have, depends on which one you use. Uh, those do typically require an unlock on the GPS card uh, that's inside your device uh, and then a, a recurring subscription. Uh, with that Satellite GS and GS Pro, uh, we're seeing, you know, very, very good accuracies getting down into that anywhere from eight to four centimeter range typically 
in a uh, horizontal accuracy position. Obviously, you know, we have a few guys out there that are doing some work that they want even to be more accurate than that. Uh, your next step up from there is going to be slingshot uh, RTK. Uh, and when we utilize RTK, uh, once again, that's going to be an unlock for that GPS receiver. And you will need some sort of device to deliver that correction. From Raven products, you're going to be looking at the slingshot field hub. Or if you have a RS1 that is cellular enabled, uh, you can actually get that correction through the RS1 as well. And that will get you down to that sub inch accuracy on with a year over year repeatability that uh, is extremely reliable uh, and customers count on. Well, we see this as our probably our specialty crop guys and guys that are looking for extreme accuracy. Another piece to add on to that is you also need a source for that, whether that is getting a subscription from somebody that owns a base or getting onto a core system if there is a core system in your area that you're operating in. Some of them have a cost, some of them are free, uh, but you will need a source. You can transfer that through Slingshot, through the Slingshot device and our cellular technology and bring that to the receiver to gain that accuracy to the ground. Absolutely. One other thing that I wanted to mention too, uh, and I know this causes some confusion because some people have seen, uh, as you look through our stuff, uh, we offer what's called RTKL and RTK Pro. And I know a lot of people have come to me asking questions saying, hey, so what is this RTK Pro correction source? And it's actually not a correction source. RTKL and RTK Pro, they're an add-on to your RTK service. Uh, so what they basically do is they allow a customer, if you're in an area that you have some struggles with getting that correction delivered from that base station or that cores network, whether it be cellular performance or just overall distance or power concerns, all sorts of different reasons that you could potentially lose that correction. These will help fill in that time frame, And the, the difference between the two is just how long it can help you out. RTKL can fill in for a drop in correction for about 20 minutes. And RTK Pro, uh, if you've had a RTK fix, you lose that correction, you've got an RTK Pro subscription, you can continue to run the rest of the day without needing another RTK correction. So those are kind of a safety net or a fallback to complement RTK that cannot be used as a standalone, correct? Correct. Well, and of course, these all have a, a value, like uh, that's where I'm throwing Josh out here that, or Rachel, that, you know, there's different programs and, you know, it costs money to go to higher accuracy systems, but we're also seeing a lot of value that that's bringing to the customer with uh, other technologies that they're using in the yeah, on the in the and the agri. Yeah, well, I'll I'll talk talking to myself here and pass it off to you, Josh, because we know that there there's new things that the, this is going to help with, and this uh, let you talk about them. All right. Well, perfect. Well, thanks a lot. Absolutely. Uh, like what the guys had said there, um, going to that higher accuracy uh, GPS correction is going to allow us the repeatability, and we've had several customers. Um, more and more as of late that are leveraging, uh, for example, with our Hawkeye nozzle control system, our HD or premium unlock in there so we can have individual nozzle control on our sprayers. What that enables us to do is have boundaries that we've pre-created or use um, features in the Viper 4 like auto application zone to apply where you want to apply but not apply where you don't want to apply. So 
with this practice, um, we've had customers in in pockets around the country that are going out ahead of time with a a side by side or something like that. They're going around all of their grass waterways and and uh, buffer strips and things like that, and creating boundaries or no spray zones. And then when they come in pre-emerge or when they're spraying post, they can just spray right through those areas uh, with their sprayer and it just automatically kicks off on and off as you go through those areas. Now with that Viper 4 feature that's called auto application zone, what that allows you to do is you can use a previous application job and anywhere you applied the first time, it will allow you to apply the second time, but anywhere you did not apply, it would be a no spray zone as well. Um, with this practice, what we're hearing out of these out of these customers in the more challenging terrain areas is they're seeing a 30 to 40% increase in acres covered per day because they're not spending the time outlining each of these waterways and, and everything. They're spraying through them. If they can, you know, some of them, they're, they're not able to drive through the waterway, but they can kind of yep. spray up to it and save time that way what it also does is you know where i'm where i'm from you get a guy that that outlines waterways well that waterway is there for a reason it's there to to mitigate uh erosion and things like that so if you go up the hill next to the waterway you're just be creating a trough for that water to rush down when we get those you know gully washing rains there in uh in june so Having that practice helps eliminate some of that uh, washouts and things like that in season uh, where you can kind of go with the flow of the of the terrain. Yep. So the big advantage is different zones all in the past, but for the majority of the time, the guys with their sprayers have been out, well, I'm going to use the free signal because I'm just out spraying. Well, you know, you're bringing some real value there, Josh, 30% or more. And yeah. uh, time savings uh, to get across the crop by going out and using a higher accuracy signal to map out, even just using your applied job, not even having to go out and do that pre-job work. That's a yep. big savings, if you ask me. So, you know, we've got guys in, in challenging terrain, uh, you know, northwest Illinois, southern Iowa, um, and, uh, you know, southeast Minnesota, um, that they're, these guys are in more challenging terrain, terraces, and and contours and things like that. And these guys are getting over flatland acres in a day. And uh, for for them, um, they've just really, really seen the program kind of take off. And, uh, you know, where, where I've seen it and, and some coworkers have seen it is they'll start with one machine one year. And then the next year, the whole fleet has been upgraded to the technology. So like Lance and, and Nathan had said, um, you know, you don't have to buy an, uh, you can, but you don't have to buy another company's modem. You can, uh, through the Slingshot RTK, we can leverage a lot of the Coors networks around. There's a lot of state-run yep. Coors networks. Um, there's, uh, you know, several Coors networks out there, and they're just correction profiles that you get credentials for them, and you can use the Slingshot uh, to provide those corrections. Oh, that's great. And then even, uh, the, the slingshot piece that's already in your RS1, or if you've got some of the other older receivers adding that in, possibly depending on what you have. Again, like Nathan said, it's uh, 
we we can look up and see what receiver you have. A lot of our receivers over the years have had the ability to unlock the some of the other correction signals. So, no, that's uh. So if there's things you got questions on, I know we've been putting out some marketing materials, uh, things on our service sites on or calling in directly and asking your dealer or us about your options there. So, well, Josh, what what are there other options that the guys are using? With this, or is that pretty much uh, wrap uh, wrap things up to where you're saying what you've seen? Another another place where this corrected signal is really coming in, into play is we've got some guys that are, are going down the path of implement steer. Um, with okay. implement steer and strip till, um, you got to have that highest accuracy uh, GPS correction. Um, we also have uh, some some guys that are utilizing our... Uh, multi-line feature in the Viper 4 yeah. uh, to, to you know, for example, uh, in soybeans with VSN, we do not have a canopy solution for soybeans, but being able to utilize the VSN to know where the rows are at and then use multi-line to come back in after the fact to go right down those, those areas um, has been a benefit. Um, we've also got guys using it just, just for controlled traffic where you're going down the exact same paths you went in the previous application. So that's an area I think we've heard from several of our, you know, our Canadian customers maybe, or even I, I like your point there is the the VSN, for those that are not familiar, you maybe haven't listened to one of our other things, VSN is our camera where we use a camera that sees your rows and it can distinguish and drive you down the rows. So, but once the soybeans get a canopy, we really can't use that uh, for corn. We have a radar version that we can use, and that uh, is able to see the stocks on the plant. But uh, it's where Josh is saying the multi-line. So if we've already we're saving our lines from that, and if they're high accuracy, we'll be able to drive right back in those rows in those soybean fields for that second, third, whatever application you're getting into with your resistant crops out there. Another big play for the RTK or the higher signals is our path to autonomy. As we get into our Omni powers and our Omni drives, that accuracy is needed because we're taking the person off of the machine and we got to know where those boundaries are, where those no spray zones are and know exactly where that machine is. So that's another driving factor of the higher accuracies. Oh, Rachel, that's a, we're getting in some of that marketing stuff there, that path to autonomy. So, you know, just the stuff Josh is talking about. We're using the boundaries. We're collecting the boundaries. You were getting prepared. We're having using some of the technology to get there. I don't have to start with that, but I'm using little pieces to get to where I'm using the technology to get us to that next level of uh, efficiency. Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, we're excited to to be working in our marketing department right now on uh, really building out the path to autonomy and what that means to us internally and certainly our customers. But that's exactly right. I think a lot of people, when they think of autonomy or they see an OmniPower or an OmniDrive, our current driverless solutions today, it's it's hard to understand all the layers of technology in that piece of equipment that make it autonomous. It's not like you can necessarily go you know, and, and purchase an autonomous machine that just runs in the field today. It, it really is a layer of different technologies on top of each other that make that possible. And it all starts with all the things that Josh has mentioned and Lance and team have mentioned. So uh, these things, they're, they're very efficient and effective on their own, but coupled with additional technologies as you work through the path, become even more efficient. 
So uh, we're excited to, to really be telling that story in a, in a really impactful way. You'll see it at our trade shows and events this summer. Uh, we'll be uh, showing up at a lot of the big farm shows. Josh will be there. I'll be there. A lot of members from the team uh, to talk through all of this and what it means. Well, that's a good segue here is that we're kind of trying to wrap up for here today. And But we will have this podcast out and available. So when uh, they probably are listening to this, we'll be starting at some of the farm shows, some demo days. Uh, so it's a great opportunity to stop by and talk to us about options that we have and uh, that we could point you in a direction to one of our dealers to help help you get started with. All right. Uh, anybody have anything well, else? One to... thing I'd like to add in, Don. Yep. Uh, as we were talking earlier about upgrades, uh, if you're ever curious about what your device is capable of, uh, just give a call into our service group and we can definitely assist you with that. Uh, the main thing uh, we need is the GPS serial number. That is not the serial number on the device itself. It's a G- it's the GPS card serial number. Uh, with that, we can look up what that device is capable of and what it's currently unlocked to. Uh, if you can't find that, just give us a call with what device you have, and we can help find that number and then uh, find out what your options are. Yeah, and you know there there are some help, self self help options uh, on our portal, uh, Raven Portal that you can search and it'll tell you how to find that but again uh, those are things for you to look for and uh, but if you're struggling to get there again uh, give us a call and we'll try and help you out all right anyone any more feedback anything we want to throw out today nope all right awesome well thanks everybody i appreciate you helping today yep